3: Hi, right, everybody. Welcome to Lost in America, episode 188. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Michael Ira Kaplan. Yes, sir. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram. This show is at Lost in America Pod on Instagram instagram on the show today we have the great mike cannon stand-up comedian mike cannon straight out of new york city i wanted to have him on today because he recently did first of all cap i'm going back to new york in um one by next episode by next week i will be doing this in brooklyn new york now mike can he's already there i think he's been near there the whole time but he's now out doing comedy shows and I want to know what my future's like. I want to know what happens when I get back to New York City next week. Can I do are these outdoor shows? Are these standing in a park? Am I busking? Am I in a subway? That probably yeah. sounds like a bad idea. There's probably more probably. coronavirus there than in a comedy club. But he did a show, Cap. He was on a stage in a parking lot uh, with everyone inside their car. Now, Mike Cannon's a stand-up comic at uh, the comedy cellar in New York city. He tours the United States States. Yeah. So he's like a headlining, he's a headliner comedian. He just put out a special called life begins uh, on YouTube that you can go, go check out now. And about having a kid actually. But Mm. I want to find out what that's like now. He, I believe this parking lot was right next to where you live.
2: It's not, yeah, it's in Queens. Uh, it's it's an area that I, it's a place we go to a lot. It's in the parking lot of a diner. I've been, I've seen the whole setup because we were there recently and I saw, I didn't know it was for comedy, but I saw the whole setup, all the. I thought there was an event going on or
3: a concert so, or something. Yeah, so, so yeah. we're going to find out. It, are those good? Are those bad? Yeah, before, there's many things be- to do, so yeah. Before all that, Cap, we have our YouTube page. We're now yeah, putting yeah. video from every episode. Just the interview section of every episode is going on our YouTube page, Lost in America, over there. You can check out the Mike Cannon one now. You can check out last week with James Matter. But you said we got commenters?
2: Yeah, you know, you got to mention we're in Lost in America. Subscribe so you get them immediately. And I'm, you know, I'm just looking here, like, because I've got nothing to do, and I'm looking at all the comments. And I thought there was a, uh, I wanted to give a shout out, you know, to a D plumber. He gave us his comment, and he said on the Ari Shafir episode, he said, "It's cool how you are both in a kid's bedroom." (laughs) Yes, because you, I was in Ruby's bedroom that episode if you remember, and the only time I've ever recorded there. And Is that so, a com- I don't know if that's a compliment. Did you say that? Well, was? Well, a- so I wrote, glad you appreciate that. I'm a father who can't afford an apartment with an office. That sounds like she- an attack from D plumber. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wrote back. So he said it was, he thought it was cool and he stands by it. He likes the realness of it. And he was, then he wrote, I wasn't trying to offend. I even edited it from being gender specific to not for that reason. So I, and I wasn't offended. Um, he thought it was cool. You know, I- I'm look, I live in New York City. I need we need
3: Patreon subscribers. I can't afford an office, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm authentic. Kaplan, Kaplan, Kaplan. I, I, when the, let me give you some advice. This is yeah. 2020. When in doubt, yeah. be offended. Oh, I'm supposed to be offended? Should I make? And, I don't like to make our fans enemies. Well, it sounds like an attack uh mm. d plumber i don't know if he is a fan. maybe he's an ari shafir fan he watched us because of that and now he's coming after us <laughs> this sounds also probably you shouldn't be watching he was probably it sounds like he was surprised that the,
2: <laughs> that you is were it not re- normal to comment as actual podcast hosts on your own comments
3: i don't think professionals do that no mm, I, think I kind that's of reveal one, myself one sign that we're amateurs is that you're going what? around responding to people on well, youtube I'm, I'm a guy who records out of my daughter's bedroom so what do you expect that's what you get it's the whole package. It's
2: a package when I get my own office, then I'll stop replying to comments. But I'm a man of the people. You comment, you're going to get something back from me. If you say if you come at me or Turner, if you insult us, I mean, Turner's on the lamb. Where is he supposed to stay? Where is he supposed to record? So. Well,
3: you can cut. Co- you have to defend me. I'm too highbrow. I'm too big yeah. time to comment yeah, yeah, on yeah, these yeah. things. I'm the, I'm the muscle here. You're the muscle. So that's it. Cap, did you want? OK, uh, uh, Mike's going to be in here in a minute, but I want to talk about Hamilton. Yeah, it's, going, Ham- it's a 4th of July tradition like no other.
2: Hamilton for the people, right? Well, it's like the way you watch uh, Ten Commandments on, is it Christmas or Easter? You watch Ten Commandments, Easter? I, think. <laughs> I like how oh. you
3: assume Christians do these things.
2: That's what you do. It's on TV or you watch It's a Wonderful Life. Hamilton ah, yes. is the new the 4th of July version
3: of that on Disney+. Plus. Oh, God help us if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> My God. First of all, um, it is interesting that this is a play for the people that cost $2,000 or more to go see in New York city. And uh, so it is nice
2: tense. Broadway's over. You're never going to be, it would have been worth it to pay because it's never coming back. So, uh, in the age of Corona, but yeah, so you now you can see it for free or for whatever it costs to get Disney Plus. Now you can see Mon- it.
3: I like people who are like, it's not true to the original script. That's what I've seen. Been see, it's not true to real life. That didn't actually happen. It's like, oh really? What uh, they they all the founding fathers weren't all black guys? <laughs> didn't realize <laughs> well, that that's not so. So, so my kids
2: are so innocent that they don't like that, that was when Hamilton was made. That was the whole point. That was controversial a few years ago, right? In these days when I mean it, controversial, when, it,
3: according to who I don't think, well, I was, I
2: mean, some people were upset by this several years ago. I, 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 but my kids are so innocent. They are the other way around where we're watching it. And, you know, George Washington comes on for his first scene and he's black in the play. And Ruby goes, is that really George Washington? which
3: is like Uh, so many levels. What age? What's her education level? Well, she's in kindergarten. Well, she didn't finish kindergarten. You're right. As you you said famously, she dropped out of kindergarten.
2: I mean, I don't know if in what part, what stage they were going to, in the second half of kindergarten, they teach you that people die and whatever. At what point do they teach you who George Washington is? I I mean, she's never looked at a dollar bill because she's from a generation (laughs) that doesn't use cash. So I don't know. This is a great point. Yeah, and then and then her. I mean, we talked about this a little with the level of the Patreon, but people don't listen, so they should know that they. Uh, she comes out. The, the other big thing that her blew her mind was that uh, King George comes in. He does a big entrance. You know, this is what some of the real comic, some of the funnier stuff in Hamilton. I think are the King George numbers, and she just was. That was her favorite. That was her hero of the movie of the play. The, the one movie. white guy. The white guy because she's a king and she's a real classic Karen in training. She loves, she's a white woman who just loves royalty. So she's like, as, yes, real, as we say,
3: as we say on this podcast, all white American women love <laughs> royalty. <laughs> so she, she was very excited. It was a king. So now, what I want to get to this a, though, what it's did it's they a, think about the um. I didn't know this was coming. I don't, I, I don't know this. Ham, get real. Who, who knows more? About, all I know from Hamilton is that milk commercial from 25 years ago, right? I know he got shot I by told, Aaron Burr. That's the whole thing. But I didn't know about the cheating scandal. Well, yeah, they didn't. First
2: of all, they didn't pick up on the whole get shot. You know, it's in the song where it says, I'm a damn fool shot him. And they've heard the song a hundred times. Cause that's why we watched it. They didn't understand that when he dies at the end. When he, spoiler alert, when he gets shot, they were like, what? Why did he shoot him? But anyway, yes. And then. They are very so the whole the whole situation with the cheating, you know, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of confusing because he likes both sisters and he marries one, which really confused them. Like Ruby was so confused, they were like, "What's going on?" Like when he's like holding hands with the one he's not marrying. Same, same so, like, over thought,
3: here. Same over here. Yeah. The kids, uh, Natalie specifically, was like, uh, "Why? Why is he holding hands with that person?" And it was a lot of questions. What is that? Yeah, and then, what, how, yeah, yeah, and then go, later no, the,
2: bad, the whole. Yeah, the whole affair that he has, they went right over the head. They didn't even i didn't, i didn't explain it to him. It was like they just didn't understand that whole scene happened. So we skip ahead. But then when they get,
3: he gets busted, and he still don't really know what's going on. But then, Wait, can we slow down here? Yeah. How did they not know the affair? I'm assuming everyone listening has already watched this, by the way. But how did yeah. they not know the affair happened? I mean, he's making out with a whole different person on stage. That's when the kids over here, heads exploded. And they I'm were like, they were very. That's so uh, wrong. You can't do that. That's bad.
2: Uh, they I don't know. They don't see color. So they didn't notice that so now he's making out with the black actress, not the white. Actress. I don't know. They just didn't uh, notice it. No, they 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 they, did, they noticed the holding at one point. They were like, what's going on? I don't think it was. Oh, the cheating part. You mean? Yeah, that's. Yeah,
3: he. That's hard to miss. Yeah, that's hard to miss. I will Uh, say it was two and a half to nine hours long, somewhere in that range. So I could see kids checking out from time to time.
2: Yeah, but then, so then what? What really got them was towards the end when when um, when he gets busted and his and his wife is doing this whole number, basically like how heartbroken she is, and that's when that's when they call. It's all a song, a song. Oh, I a, a thought musical. you
3: meant like, she's uh, like the real song and dance. Oh, wow. She's heard big <laughs> no, deal. This it's a number. musical. <laughs> They're called musical
2: numbers. So, so at one point, Thompson Teddy's like, what's going on? Why is she mad at him? And I was like, uh, he did something. I was just like, he did something to make her mad. She's said, like, what she, what'd he do? And I was like. Oh, it's hard to explain, but she's just really upset with him and she might never forgive him. And then we go on like 30 seconds and that like wasn't acceptable. He like takes the controller and pauses it and goes, "No, really? What did?" Yeah. He what did he do to her? Why is she so upset? So then I was like, "Uh, he kissed another woman." And she's like, "Oh." Okay. And I'm like, "Yeah, you shouldn't kiss another woman if you're married." And that like worked. And then like literally you press play and it's like this next nut line in the musical number is like you brought another woman into your bed. And it's like, "Oh
3: <laughs> Just well, like, and then about but, two minutes later, she just magically forgives him. And then they go on with their life.
2: Yeah. And at that point, I turned to Teddy and I was like, listen, you're a good looking kid. You're charming. This is what you do. You can you get You get people women. To, uh, you know, <laughs> I was like, this is a lesson teachable moment. You can get people to forgive you. But uh, if you could especially if you could sing. So that was, yeah, it's, it's very, I mean, it's like you want them to learn about the truth about history, right? I mean, it's not a really poor Well, the there story, was but, one the,
3: slight part they glossed over though. And that was that I Googled it after the wife's family uh, was apparently the biggest slave owning family in the state of New York. Ah, they, who, they didn't, they didn't know this was going to be controversial five years ago, but <laughs> they really did it. That's before they knew. Uh, what well, before the, they knew You know what the other was,
2: big thing with kids was, was, exp- you know, you spent all this time teaching kids like, to not fight, you know? And then I got the hero of the thing is having duels, there's duels left and right. And I'm trying to explain to him like the, what duels. I'm like, this is why you don't live in Jersey, because they say it's legal. Like it's a very they didn't they're like, what's gonna happen? I don't understand. They just shot him. I was like, well, it was a duel.
3: It was like these are the rules. <laughs> well, and how about this? How about losing your um now? Granted, she is the daughter of the biggest slave owner in the state of New York, but still, how about losing your son and your husband? to the exact same way of both of them not knowing the rules of a duel. Yeah, they just the gun in the air well, and then the getting thing. shot. It's like an And that's pace. why and that's why
2: Alexander Hamilton could never be president, let's be honest. You can't have a president who thinks that you go to a duel and you just stick your head in the air and no. like you got to you got to have a killer instinct. You know, as a great man once said, shooters got to shoot, right? Shooters got to shoot if you're going to No, I don't condone killing, but if you're going to enter a duel, you've got to you got to be prepared to fire, right? I mean, that's that seems duel 101. A 101. I mean, did it, yeah. Do you that's, think they taught that? Like, did they have a dual class back then? Because, you know, it seems they should like have if they his did kid not. didn't seem like he was prepared. And I would have, if I was dealing with my son, if this ever comes up, would they bring back duels? Cause we're, we're going into a lawlessness that we talked about in this day. So who knows, maybe duels will come back and I would sit Teddy down. I'd say, you know what, let's do a practice round. Let's just go through it. Let's yeah. Just, maybe let's, get out
3: like the nerf gun or something. Let's get
2: out the nerf. gun. Oh, we could do this with water guns.
3: Yeah. Let's just take 10 steps and just turn and shoot at nine. Who's going to stop you? What? Do whatever you want. Just the one thing you don't do is point your gun in the air and not yeah, shoot that it. That seems
2: like the worst thing. And I have a question. What do you? How many times have you looked up dual history where, like, what if they do that thing in, like, which Rocky movie was it where they both get knocked out at the same time? Like, oh, man, Ro- they be- uh, that's Rocky. Is it Rocky, Rocky? three? every Rocky Number two. But it might I think it's be Rocky two. two Rocky two. Yeah. yeah. Rocky two. So him and Apollo. Like, why went how many times would you just have a duel where both guys would kill each other? Because well, you both think- shoot most of them. <laughs>
3: yeah, okay. Especially like back the in those shot. days. It's Ten steps. Especially back in those days where, you know, now guns go fast. Bullets go fast. But back in those days, it might take 20 minutes to get from one side of the field to the well, other. Yeah, I mean, you saw in
2: Hamilton they could pause the bullet, which also seemed confused them I and have a whole song and dance number while you're. But yeah, it's, it's and 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 and, I, and I'm a little. Glad. You know, you always say like you don't want to live like in different time periods. Yeah, you think maybe you do. Well, you know, I can't squint. I can't fire a weapon. I'd be a disaster in a duel. So I'm really. I was really thankful watching that. Yeah, that you didn't. don't
3: have the ability to squeeze a trigger. Am I right?
2: I think I could squeeze a trigger. I just aiming's the issue. It would just be I a total total randomness
3: whether I won that duel or not. I'd probably. Well, go you'd for win notch. it against Hamilton because he'd shoot in the air. <laughs> he'd shoot in the air. Yeah, exactly. He's he would get five a, shots off before he decided uh, he realized
2: he was still shooting. Yeah, but you know what Alexander Hamilton did? We should we should be remiss if we didn't if we didn't end it by mentioning this point. He founded the New York Post, the newspaper. I <laughs> know no, he didn't. did it. No, did he really? Yes, he did. He founded the New York Post, and that's somehow they didn't really hone in on that in the play. But that's what. Launched my uh my
3: my council run. That's so. probably why he got shot. He probably he probably uh published a salacious article about Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr was spotted canoodling at a certain mm. New York City night spot. Yeah, the, exactly. Outed him that for cheating page, on his wife, page. and all of a sudden he got shot.
2: Yeah. So anyway, everyone go see Hamilton. He's
3: still, even though we spoil the whole thing for you, you should check it out. Let's get to our guest The guy's waiting. He's a great dude. Uh, Mike Cannon. Should we zoom him in? Zoom him in. All right, we're back with Mike Cannon. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, bud. Yes, thank you for doing it. I um, wanted to have you on specifically because I watched your video. I don't know if that was a week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago mm-hmm. where you did the show in the parking lot and everyone oh, yeah. was in their cars. And then Kaplan, isn't that right outside where you live? I go to that.
2: Yeah, I go to that diner. I used to go to that diner all the time every week and my kids love it. They have like free muffins, mini muffins like the... The ones you Hell get yeah. in, the, in, they give them to you when you're waiting for your food instead of bread. And that's, that they'll look one of those diners that has like everything like lobsters in a pot. They have like the, the giant menu diner, the classic diners, so oh, including awesome.
3: outdoor comedy. <laughs> now they have outdoor yeah. comedy. So they really, it's a great, yeah. Well, that's, so what, would,
1: that's what's hilarious is I think that that element of their business is growing. Yeah. so they're, <laughs> they're putting on shows now multiple times a week with different producers. Oh, are they? Yeah, because I just got invited to do a show there on Friday, and it was from somebody. Uh, Jay Nog booked me for that first one that the yeah, video yeah. came from, and this was from a completely different producer. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm skipping out on his name. but uh, yeah, So it's it
3: like, like these are comedy clubs now.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, dude. They also
3: have, I
2: was going to say, they also have like movies and everything there. Like it's a full, oh, they've nice. made into an event space now, like this location you picked, this diner a, spot. So.
1: Adapt or die, baby. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's, a, that's a smart move. <laughs>
3: It's like becoming, yeah, these are the clubs where like, like the grizzly pair was like different bookers every night. And like, Mm -hmm. and now I got Wednesdays.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, exactly. I was just going to, this feels like the makings of a new, you know, village lantern. (laughs) So is the, oh God. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's right. My first year in New York was barking at the lantern
3: for a year. Same
1: here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. For comedy, I did. Uh, I initially uh, barked and then made for answered the phone and sat people at Broadway for like a year and a half, two years. And then after I got banned from there for various <laughs> ridiculousness, I uh, I went down to the lantern and kind of barked there for a little bit until I, you know, just started getting on. I'm shows. pretty
3: sure I'm also banned from Broadway.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm back now. Ever since I right when I started getting TV stuff, they're like, ah, right, you know, you can come back. <laughs>
3: Mine was just the guy. Uh, I, I I made the mistake of like asking this one, the guy twice how mm. to. I was like, hey man, I'd like to like tr- uh, what's the audition system? And he was like, oh, he put me into the whole like the bringer thing, you know? Sure, yeah. And then I didn't. I was like, oh no, I don't think i think I'm going to do that. And then I asked him again like a year like a year ago maybe, and he was uh-huh. like, you asked me about this three years ago. Like, don't don't call here anymore and i'm like okay sorry that's
1: hilarious it's like <laughs> and we haven't changed or adapted a bit
3: yeah like, so i they're think i you but yeah so how was the, how was the uh the parking lot thing
1: it was okay i mean it, w- it was one of those things where you know it's it's like going back to condoms kind of you know it's like it's it's different it turns out it, yeah. It's still great. <laughs> it's still great. And it's fun, but like the connect, uh, the disconnect is definitely there. You know, you're performing to people that are in their own individual pods and cars and they're th- looking through a windshield. So I, I would assume it feels like a fucking zoo exhibit for them, you know, but I'm just, you know, the saving grace was like the six people right up front. Cause they, they normalized the show a little bit. It felt like we were kind of bouncing, you know, shit off of real people.
3: Yeah, they had like six people in lawn chairs, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, honestly, I don't, you know, I, I get the, the optics of a drive-in and that sounds and looks cool. But Che is doing, you know, Michael Che is doing shows in in a parking lot and everybody is socially distanced outside of their cars. They're sitting in, you know, circled off areas where it's safe and fine. And honestly, I think that's, that's better. But I'm sure you could probably fit more cars in. Have you been to that one? I have not yet. No, I'm, I'm uh, I haven't gone in yet. Do you know is that also in Long Island, Island City? Is that-, that is, yeah. Yeah, I haven't it's gone in. Really,
3: City. That's close to me, yeah. Well, this is kind of my question in general. So you, how long have you been back for in New York?
1: I've been here the whole time. I mean, I, oh. so I was in Brooklyn for, you know, up until March 15th. March 15th was my last set at the Comedy Cellar as part of the taping for this week at the Cellar. So I did the last show, last taping. Which, you know, I left it all out on the field, baby. I was like fucking Lombardi up there. I was literally <laughs> diving onto the piano and just, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to give them a good time and also, you know, remember it for as long as possible. You understood but, uh, the moment. Yeah, exactly. There were co- a couple of comics with their, like, hands in their pockets, kind of being like, this is weird. And it's like, what are you kidding, dude? I mean, hey, if you're gonna gonna going to go down,
3: that? you know. Yeah. 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 Try to get canceled that night. Say something really offensive. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I was considering there were cameras rolling. I was certainly letting it fly.
3: (laughs) How was let's start there, though, because my last Mm. on on March 6th, I think I think my last show was March 6th, because on March like 9th, I I found out I had been exposed three days earlier to someone with coronavirus. So then we quarantined for two weeks and then just left. Right. And so mine was way or like most people didn't even know. That's when we were like there's nine cases in New York right. City. Meanwhile, there's like 30,000 or 100,000. Also good
1: for you for being responsible cuz I know a lot of comics that would have been like, well, I wasn't really exposed or like try to, you know, try to figure out a way to get like six more days of work out of it.
3: Well, the thing I mean when it's, I think it's different when you're married.
1: Yes. where it's like a, <laughs> when you have a females when you have a, reasonable yeah. input yeah. yeah
3: like if most comics are like well i give a shit like i'm gonna give yeah. it to my roommate big deal you know right but if you get <laughs> with your wife, I mean like it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and not
1: to mention having a having a kid. That definitely influenced me cuz we were in Brooklyn and you know, it was fine but we had a we lived in a sizable two bedroom, but even that man, you know, with with lack of lack of air and just not being able to be outside and the fucking bloods were like on my front stoop still playing dice and like smoking weeds <laughs> and selling uh, smoking weeds and uh <laughs> you know, selling whatever the hell they sell and you know, it was like It just became too overwhelming. So we were like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. We came to Rockland County, which is right outside of the city and also the second biggest coronavirus
2: area in New York. Wasn't that the original spot? Rock well, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it typically and I don't want to come off anti-Semitic here. Yeah, I'm was just going. Jews? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm a Jew. I can say it. It's the Hasidic community that yeah. uh, that is like the most saturated area of infection. A lot sure. of
2: funerals, huh, Kaplan? A lot of funerals. Have you to any you need air? Have you got any Hasidic funerals already there? Well, uh,
1: yeah, just, just to just to celebrate. No, yes. I'm kidding. <laughs>
3: At some point, de Blasio, didn't he ban funerals? He banned like Jewish funerals. Well, he mm-hmm. banned all funerals, but he th- Yeah. Yeah. But he he said, just like,
1: made he made a really ill advised tweet where he was like, <laughs> "Listen up, Jews," and it's like, "Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ!" Yeah, dude. the
2: phrasing was bad. He didn't have yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah. He it could have bad.
1: specified, been like, "Hey, to my you know Orthodox Hasidic community that feels so strongly they still must congregate, please, for the love of God, yeah. you know, <laughs> exactly. don't."
3: So what? So the last night of the cellar by the fifteenth, like, kind of. People knew what was going on, right? Like, we audience knew, yeah. wise. Like, we audience. knew
1: the next day, like Liz Furiati is the manager over there. And she, I mean, she runs, you know, pretty much the whole day to day show, you know, as a point person. And she, you know, she was telling us this is our fucking, this is it. You know, we can only seat 80 in the Village Underground, which seats, I think, a little over 200, but they were being safe. And, uh, you know, everybody had their own microphone. Everybody had this weird little condom that they put over the microphone. You know, we were still sitting next to each other because it, it, it's early. You know, we didn't know what the fuck was really going on. We were yeah. just like, oh, this is, this is crazy. I can't believe businesses are going to shut down for two weeks tops. <laughs> you know? I, know,
3: I remember like, two oh, weeks. no, what am I going to do till mid-April?
1: Yeah, this is going to yeah. be a yeah.
3: disaster. I was having like writing sessions with friend, a couple other comics for a couple, like, I want to say like 10 days being like, all right, well, we got to like keep material. I need someone to bounce this off of yeah. until we come back in a few weeks. Cause I, I can't, I'm used to getting on stage every night and now I can't. So, mm-hmm. and then after like two weeks of that, we're like, all right, this is not
1: right. Yeah. I think I put out, I think I put out a video every day for like nine or 10 days. And I was like, I got to space this out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, I was like <laughs> I am just full sprinting a marathon for some reason.
3: So was the audience? So the audience must have been on fire, knowing that, like the danger element. Mm-hmm. When you're in a room, I feel like it adds to comedy.
1: I think so. I mean, it depended. It it was completely dependent on the energy the comedian brought, because, like I said, there were a few you know, fucking deer in headlights, comedians, hands in their pockets who they were scared and they transferred that energy to the audience. So the audience was like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is kind of our last night and this is a bummer. And then, you know, myself and a couple other comics, you know, just pretty much decided like, all right, you know, we got to go out with with having some fun. If we're here, if we're getting coronavirus, we might as well fucking laugh.
3: Yeah, don't go if that's your, if you're like freaked out to be on stage. So, um, I, yeah, I'm now remembering it was, I think like March 10th, I was, uh, it must've been March 9th because the night before I found out I had been exposed, I was supposed to go out and do a spot and I walked down the street, but it was cold and I was totally fine in my apartment. And then remember there was like a few weeks where everyone was just convinced we all had it. Yeah. do you remember that like the first few weeks of it like you'd be like yeah. oh my sore my throat's all of a sudden sore I must have coronavirus right and so I was walking to the subway and I sneezed once and like three people looked at me and I just turned around and walked yeah I,
2: <laughs> I remember that same week because I remember I coughed when I was she, sitting next to somebody and and she goes yeah. you ca-. she just turns to me and goes you coughed
3: like yeah! <laughs> it's like I was, okay, I cough I was in the subway platform in Brooklyn and yeah. I sneezed and and these people looked at me and I was I just called my wife. I'm like, I'm coming home. Yeah. Like, it was shame. The shame and yeah.
1: I mean and that and it's also just like when allergies are ramping up and all that shit. So you know, they, it led to some dicey moments though, even in the showroom, because I remember, you know, people were coughing and sneezing, like leading up to that in early March, and it's like you guys got to be fucking kidding, you know? And, and it's like, you, you got to know what we're doing here and what everybody is afraid of. And, you know, this is probably the most nationalistic moment I've ever had. And it's, uh, you know, whatever, but uh, there was a, at West Fort or not West Forth, for East Fourth street, New York comedy club, you know, this Chinese kid started sneezing and coughing. And I just looked at him and I'm like, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not being a dick, but you gotta yeah. be kidding. Yeah. I can't I'm, walk the same way. I can't walk around with an AR, 15 poking out of the top of my shirt you know because people are you know justifiably scared i might do something you can't be fucking hacking it up well that's
3: public. what's so funny now is like so much stuff has happened in three months that going it almost feels like blaming the virus on like doing a joke about chinese people having yeah, so coronavirus dated. it's like so it's dated so dated, now, dated. Yeah. it's right? so dated i Dude, saw now, a clip of now that. it's the
1: italians
3: yeah exactly <laughs> Well that's the whole reason that's what Cuomo said he was he was ho- he was facing China thinking we were getting it from them Yeah and then it came from Europe and that's why he wasn't ready for it That's oh, cool. so true
2: my my son brought it up yesterday he said <laughs> something about does Italy is it still really bad in Italy cuz I said it wasn't bad in China anymore and I totally had forgotten that Italy was the place too like that's like Dude, Is that three months ago now, we're, we're way past that. We're-
1: what, what a sad and ominous yeah. time in Twitter when Italy was like, we are all dying like, yeah. out of their windows to each other. It's like, yeah, they're playing
3: tennis like, off rooftops and they're singing yeah. every night. And-, and the best we could do was bang pots and pans. Yeah. Hey, they were yeah, like we're composing. They were composing like Orchetto's. Dude, and that's like, how you
1: can tell how white Harlem has gotten is there's just no rhythmic beating of <laughs> pots and pans. It's just a bunch of gentrifiers slapping metal together.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and you should see those pots. and pa- They're never going to use those pots and pans. They're just a- <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs>
3: so then that so the outdoor show. So what are the options for shows? Or like, what have you done so far in New York?
1: So I just did that show. That was the only one I was supposed to do. Oh, shit. I forgot I'm doing two shows tomorrow. Um, I was supposed to do the uh, drive-in show Friday, but it rained, so that got canceled. And then yeah. tomorrow, I'm doing two shows in Central Park for Stand Up New York. So they, yes. do, they do shows out there, which I guess is like microphone-less, I assume because of they are permit-less. But, uh, <laughs> we don't. But Stand that,
2: Up New York, who knows? So
1: yeah. <laughs> but that actually, the, uh, that sounds more fun to me then you know performing to cars
3: yeah i would do that i might come out to that when i come back just check it out where do you yeah. guys like where even is it do you know
1: i don't know yet yeah it's uh, somewhere in the upper west i assume but then this weekend i'm on the fucking road for the first time since march so i'm doing comics mohegan sun in connecticut okay yeah, is it, yeah. that's inside that's inside yeah. baby <laughs> <Okay>. yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> and what's the deal with that what do they uh I mean, apparently it's like 25% capacity they're, uh They're taking everybody's temperature, making everybody wear masks, you know, following every CDC poss- rule possible, yeah. you know? And uh, I don't know, man, I, know, okay. <laughs> I don't fucking, I don't fucking <laughs> know.
2: Shouldn't they? Um, I have an idea. Should they take anybody with antibodies should show the test and stick them in the front row
1: because it's like, yeah. you're
2: protecting the performers. <laughs> they can laugh and freely. You don't have to worry about them spitting, whatever they're, you know, they they're, they're antibodies.
1: I think, yeah. I mean, I'm going to get tested after, like, you know, it's like at this point I'm pot committed. I'm going, I told, you know, my agent set it up. I I'm going, it's, it's happening. I am one of those assholes that thought I may have had it in January. You know, I had like, I had a fever and sore body. We didn't really know what it was. You know, I just assumed it was a passing three day flu or whatever. Then I kind of got over it. But, um, you know, I also heard antibodies don't, last forever I mean, <laughs> so no it's one like knows. what the fuck's
3: going on yeah. no one knows anything but we did have a guy on a c- couple weeks ago who had the exact same story as you got te- that he was sick in early february Sorry. yeah got tested and he does have the antibodies so yeah, he's no, no donating kidding.
1: the plasmas he had
3: hurt. coronavirus yeah. in early february in new york wow. city
1: yeah hell yeah
3: off the books yeah. you know <laughs> yeah,
1: so he's donating plasma do you get money for that
2: he says you can, but he hasn't been taking money. Apparently he's, he's just wants to be a good person, but oh, I
1: would, fuck that, yeah. dude. he's I not would a comic. Ring, so. I would <laughs> ring every cent out yeah. of that possible. Yeah.
3: yeah. And uh, I, I, I think you have to report it uh, on your department of labor, unemployment oh, forms.
1: But... I'm certain to do.
3: <laughs> days worked. It's two days worked.
1: Yeah. That's the, that's the only bad thing. I'm going to miss out on a week of unemployment because I'm fucking <laughs> working.
3: So uh, I know it's, I, it's like so funny because every every cl- every club's like that. That's coming back. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, we're t- we're doing what the CDC says, but also like in the end, we're trusting comedy club owners, right? You know? Yeah, I, th- I think. No.
1: So the 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 frightening part is that it's in a casino, yeah. and the most reassuring part is that it's in a casino because I think they're going to be under like real watchful eyes that they have to really follow shit or else they can get shut down. And it's, it's, you know, millions and millions of dollars of a swing. So I think with that at stake, yeah. hopefully they'll keep to the playbook a little bit, you know? And it's just like hard to know what to do. Right. right. And, and if they don't, if I feel unsafe, I I don't, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, well, I'm here. I got to be here forever. I will. I'll just be like, all right, I, I'm not doing this. Yeah. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Just have Sagalo
3: headline or something. You know? That's right. He
1: is opening for me. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, thank God he's coming. Dude, <laughs> they were, I think they were trying to give me a local guy and I was like, you know, no offense to the local scene, but I'm not going and quarantining in a room and then coming out for an hour a day without a friend. Like I, I will kill myself if you do that to me.
3: Yeah, and also somebody that you can be around. I mean, if you have to be in the green right. room with them, I don't really know how that works. But yeah, um, exactly.
1: I'm also just, bringing the homeless pimp, so he's the one that uh, shot and edited the video for uh, at the drive-in. Now we're going to document this as well. Just, I just think this is so weird, man. That it's worth it's worth capturing, and if there's something to it, you know, just keep keep churning shit out and keeping people filled in.
3: Yeah, cool. Um, it's it feels like outdoors is the way to go. I'm trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, I have a Friday night show that we've just been doing on zoom. I mean, I've been doing it for a few like years in Brooklyn. Oh, and really we just transferred it to zoom like a bar show, you know, right. and it's been going well, but I want to take it back. Like when I get back to New York next week, do it outside or figure out something that we can do, you know, maybe it, it, we're next to park uh, prospect park in park slope. So oh, maybe yeah, do it, maybe do it there. I don't really know.
1: That would be cool. I mean, what is the, what is the permit situation? for something like that, or do you have to clear it with the city?
3: I, I, Maybe, but I've been like complaining to my uh, local councilman so much about unemployment that I kind of know him now. (laughs) So I might just be like, yo,
1: give me a permit. Hey, Ted, give me a (laughs) fucking permit. Yeah.
3: I've been on the phone with them in their office like five times. So
1: that's so funny.
3: I, maybe I'll try to get one. Um, uh, or if you just do it without a mic, maybe I, they can't stop you from just standing up in a Just park, set
1: right? off fireworks
2: during the show and they won't stop then you. Then
3: it'll that's be the it. Yes. Yeah, so-
1: <laughs> yeah. As long as you're saying I'm, I'm also waging uh terror on, <laughs> on any protesters, then yeah. they'll, they'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. There you go.
3: There's your loophole. So, so, so you're- um yeah, go ahead, Cap.
2: No, so you haven't, you, you've been coming back to New York. You came back for that show, but you're still living out in in Rockland, not in Brooklyn, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So I, uh, we actually broke our lease. So we, uh, we got out of our lease because we were going to move like right as this was happening, we were looking to break our lease. We were going to move to Jackson Heights. We found a place, all that stuff. And we put in a, put in a contract, already told our fucking landlord that we were done, you know, all this stuff. It turns out some other family like put in a contract or bid like 20 minutes before we did. So we ended up not getting it, which kind of was a blessing in disguise because that would have been, you know, it's to move is not inexpensive. That would have been like a $10,000 relocation considering, you know, if whatever rent, breaking lease, moving all that shit. Right. So without work, it's nice that we didn't have to foot that bill. And, we're lucky enough where my wife's mother still lives in Rockland County where we grew up and she has plenty of space. So we came out here and the baby, you know, I have a one-year-old son mm. or he's going to be one and they have a pool, they have a yard, you know, he's able huh. to go outside and he's been fucking flourishing in this so much yeah. so that it's going to make it tough to like lock him back up in the city.
2: Yeah. And you don't have to go to any of these week, those weekend like gymnastics places. Right. Tough to, I used to, I have eight year old and a six year old, but I remember, Every weekend I felt the stress to get the, uh, yeah, when they're that age, you're walking, you got to get a move in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You yeah. got a house. You can just let him go. It's the best. And <laughs> yeah, you know he, lo- he loves the pool. He, you know, he's, it's stretched out. It's, it's real nice. I don't, you know, I, I still would like to live in Jackson Heights. I think I, I am a little perturbed at the uh, city's, you know, initial handling of all of this stuff, but you know, who knows?
3: So is the plan just to stay there until you guys figure out somewhere to live?
1: Yeah. So those, I think until, because my wife, she, my wife owns her own business. She owns a floral design company that specializes in like weddings and big events. So her her business, yeah, uh, also relies on fucking people congregating together, two yeah, dopes that didn't see a pandemic coming. So, you know, <laughs> it's like, it, it, we're trying to weather this as best as we can. And obviously, you know, unemployment and stuff helps. And now I'm starting to work sporadically, but you know, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's kind of, Dude, playing it by ear.
3: My wife was doing uh, sales for an events company. Yeah, you guys should marry a corporate events company, and like just immediately, like ninety-nine percent of the people got laid off.
2: In the future, when you marry, you got to one person's got to be in a (laughs)
3: pandemic-friendly job. Yeah, (laughs) one person at Amazon for every company. one person at Zoom or Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so so is the idea? This might be an because I'm trying to figure out how to. I have dates coming up, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I already think I'm going to say no. I'm supposed to go feature for uh godfrey in buffalo mm. right but it's like you know feature money i think i'm just gonna and i know the guy who runs it i'm just gonna yeah. be like hey man like rebook me in Jan, like after a. am not yeah, gonna go was- up there to like break even you know what i mean
1: totally yeah um, are, are they doing it outdoors or is that a
3: no it's just like game on really oh, yikes. yeah and then i think they might do some type of distancing but like who knows till you actually get there sure. and uh and also with connecticut you can just drive back right right
1: yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. You know,
3: I'd seven hours. And I don't have a car or I, what I was going to do is I have all these miles. So I was going to fly. Which that's what I've done before. <laughs> when I, go to Buffalo, I take yeah. like a half hour flight and I'm there. But now it's like, no, no fucking way. I'm flying. Yeah. So um, but for the other stuff, I think is the idea to just get tested right after.
1: I think then- so. I mean. I don't know if that's that uh, the move. Is that the move to do it right away or do you let it Couple set days. in for three days? Yeah, I feel oh, like yeah. I got to let it get its hooks in me if uh, <laughs> if, it, if in fact I do have it. So, you know, and it, obviously all that shit, it, it might not get you for two weeks or whatever. I have a buddy in Vegas who um, caught coronavirus and kind of shook it over a week. And this was... Two and a half and a half months ago and he still has symptoms so he mm. tests negative but like wakes up with wild test you know uh, chest tightness and he has uh, like he's like has scarring in his esophagus from like oh it's just that's fucking, what scares me i know it's like yeah. you might
3: not die but you could like not be able to talk for I
1: don't know, you get fucked good. up man
3: so what about let's talk about the album i mean the the special you shot mm. yeah, yeah um what a really cool move first of all
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate. I think
3: it's it. It's awesome. Was also was that true at the beginning? So just for, uh, I think we're gonna set this up earlier, so we don't have to talk about what it is. I mean, we don't have to set it up too much. Okay. But um, Colin, was it Colin Quinn? Was C- yeah,
1: yeah. So I was there. I was just have, having dinner with uh Chris Destefano and his daughter. And I'm I wasn't one of those comics that kind of hangs out at the cellar all the time. You know, there's a bunch of people that don't work there that kind of fucking you know, stake the place out and it's kind of weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. I was one of those standups or I was one of those guys that just like, you know, I'd pop my head in here and there, but I wanted to work to get there. You know, I Same. needed to get better at standup. So I was out doing spots instead of just like, you know, showing face and shit. But I happened to be there having dinner with Chris and uh, Colin Quinn, unfortunately had a, well, unfortunately and fortunately at the same time had a heart attack and uh Liz the manager just kind of looked at me she had seen me do you know do comedy once or twice and she was like hey do you want to do 30 like you know we'll split the time with you and Chris Colin can't make it and I was like yeah absolutely this is what makes it weird though that Friday so this was that was Tuesday that past Friday, I had a—I was headlining Governors or McGuire's, one of those in Long Island, and uh, I had a panic attack as I was going on stage. So I had the full, like you know, almost like press on your chest. I couldn't breathe very well. I had tunnel vision, and I just Irished my way through an hour. Like I just fucking—I was like, all right, just do it. You know the act. Just get there, and like I just powered through fifty-five minutes of material, and it went fine. But While then you're having I was a like, panic attack. While I was having a panic attack, dude. Oh.
3: Have you ever had one before?
1: Yeah. 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 It's, okay. it's, it's kind of a thing with me. Okay. <laughs> <All right. Okay. laughs>
2: so you might want to go to the doctor. I,
3: I'm, yeah. I ha- yeah. Wait, Kaplan's had a heart attack. I've Did actually it? had a heart
2: attack. So I was like, when you're saying the panic attack thing, I didn't know where this was going. Cause I, I thought I had a panic attack a few days before the heart attack. Same. Oh, no experience. kidding. But then no, it was actually a heart attack. So,
1: Who knows? It might've been a heart attack. I never got to see see the doctor. It'd be amazing if you had a heart attack and just powered through it. Honestly, that was a while ago. It It was definitely a panic attack though, because I was, I was dealing with a ton of stress. I was also drinking a lot at the time. So like I had all that post booze anxiety. It was just like a perfect storm of shit. And I promise from that moment, I was like, all right, I'm not going to do stand up for like a week. I like canceled my shows for that week specifically to take some time off and try to get my shit together. And then that Tuesday, Day, I got the biggest opportunity of my life and I was like all right I almost said no but I was like yeah okay I'll do it it turned out that I only had to do 20 minutes because Rich Voss jumped on the show as well so Chris and Rich both are seasoned veterans at the Comedy Cellar they feel no pressure they could do whatever they want especially in the fat black and they were just running new bits and I don't know if that was as a favor to me or if that was just something they felt like doing because when I went up obviously I'm throwing fucking everything I have, I'm, I'm swinging yeah. for the fences, you know, every fastball, every, every a joke I have. And I did great. I had a really good set and that set got sent to Esty, and then a month, a month and a half I waited or two months, even I, for an audition. And then I got an audition and passed. Did That's awesome. Did you
3: know that that set was getting passed as it was getting passed or were you just like, Hey, that was one fun set. Now back to,
1: well, I, I mean, I just knew that I did well. And I was like, well, that couldn't have hurt. you know i I was like liz was there and she's her and i get along, got along at that point i have never asked for favors i never asked to audition i didn't position myself to do anything i was like it'll happen when it happens and you know i don't know if that was good i think it was good but it's also it it helps to push a little bit and get yourself in in position when you feel ready but i was always so reluctant with that place because it meant so much to me yeah and right when i got off she was like i'm sending that set to Esty. And I was That's like, awesome. uh, "Okay." And she was, she was like, "Yeah, it was a great set. Good job." And you know, it took a while for SD to get back to me, but with Liz's help and a bunch of comics also recommended me, it it got in front of her.
3: That helps too. I know what you mean, though. I I have friends who visit New York like a couple times a year and have been to the Comedy Cellar way more times than I have. (laughs) I walk by it every day and it's the same thing. I'm like, I'll go in if I'm, if someone's in town and visiting and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. I'll take you in. But I don't, I feel like I want, I don't know why I just, maybe the same thing. I feel like I should stay away until I don't know, whatever time it is or who knows.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if what, if that was right. I just knew I wasn't good enough Leading up to when I got my opportunity, like, you know, I, I got my opportunity when I should have gotten my opportunity. Cause that's when I felt most comfortable on stage. It's when I felt, you know, just ready to do what I had to do to get in there, you know, both, both on the spot, you know, sets That's a, that's a high pressure situation to get thrown up, you know, when Colin has a heart attack and then also to do fucking five minutes on a Friday in front of Esty, that's probably the most nervous I've ever been in standup. So, so that's the second set. That was the second set. The audition set or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I think it was at 10, 10, maybe nine, maybe it was even early. Yeah. I think it was 10, 10 hot Friday night show. You know, I, I, I think I followed Kevin Brennan, uh, who's a great comic, but you know, it, it, it's just one of those situations where it's like, all right, sink or swim. Let's see how it goes. You've been working for this.
3: And five minutes is harder than 15 minutes by a lot.
1: By a lot. I'm not good at short sets. I'm a fucking bloviating ass. You know, I, I just can't cut the fat out of my thoughts. So I, I was
3: when I first got into um, to New York, New York Comic Club, I uh, I was she was putting me up at check spots and mm-hmm. I was bombing so hard. And I honestly think that's why she moved me to guest spots. (laughs) Like
1: to 10-minute guest
3: spots. (laughs) Because I would do well. For some reason, late night, I was fine. But like check spots, just terrible. Yeah. And I would come off and I'd be be like, sorry, I don't know, Amy, I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't do this. And then I just started getting like, then all of a sudden it was like 10-minute guest spots.
1: Check spots are almost like combat like it's not it, it. it is comedy for sure but it's like it's one-on-one like you almost have to fist fight your way into their attention span you yeah. know so it's it's a completely different muscle it's it's a different energy than i like to go up on stage with and i started at checks at broadway comedy club and that's i mean that is a full fucking fist fight man you know you, you got like 200 people I think 70 of which are separated by like a linoleum fucking moat and and a giant girder. And it's like, and then straight ahead or everybody where English is their 17th language. And you're like, you know, I'm you're just up there trying to get your thoughts across.
3: Yeah. And a lot of them, it's their first, like, because it's near Times Square. So it's a lot their first comedy show ever. Yeah. Right. So even like the etiquette, like at least in New York, it's comedy, it's a lot of like comedy fans. Who, totally. They kind of know, like, oh, okay. I mean, it's still difficult to do, but totally. So, so with the, with the, um, you did a first, your first one was an album, right?
1: Yes. Your yeah. Yeah. Album. Full audio. Yeah. Full and we, audio. We, we, uh, we filmed it, but like yeah. I didn't release it as a piece until actually recently, but I was, I cut them into like clips and stuff like that.
3: I, that's okay. I did the same thing, um, mm-hmm. with my first, and then I haven't done any, that's all I've done. That came out last year, late last year. Yeah. But, uh, then the second one you did video. And what's your review of one versus the other?
1: Um, I mean, like- I think so. Audio, I think I did that at the right time for who for who was for who knew about me and i mean even still you know i i was on i am on serious a lot so i do jim norton and sam roberts a lot and a lot of those listeners were only familiar with me through that show and through my podcast so i at that point i'm just like a podcast comedian to them i had no record of my stand-up because the only tv set i did was like axis you know, I, I haven't, yeah. comedy central has never booked me for a TV spot. I got booked for a late night, but that, that weirdly got ghosted and completely went away, you know? So I have not had a lot of opportunity to perform on television. So I was like, you know what? I got to just at least get something down because I can't wait for these fucking opportunities. So I did the hour album with 800 pound gorilla and they were, they were really great at like kind of locating people who might be interested in my kind of comedy. And, uh, You know, because of that, I've gotten a ton of spins on Pandora and, you know, it, it did really well. And then for the visual, you know, I did the project, I did the audio first and I can't, you can't just stay stagnant and release the same type of shit every single time. So you got to grow and you got to give people a different look. So I knew I wanted to do a visual special. I also knew I wanted to make it a little bit different because I still have delusions of grandeur that some network is going to, you know, back my next hour and put out an hour proper and, you know, really, really verify me (laughs) as an artist. Which is so unnecessary now. Of course. But, you know, so I did... I put out like 31, 32 minutes of stand-up comedy on this special with interstitials from my favorite comedians of all time telling the story of how I got into the cellar, which was Colin Quinn, Jim Norton, Bobby Kelly... Keith Robinson and Rich Voss. I basically had a tough crowd reunion on my fucking special, and they're five of my favorite comedians ever. And I got them to straight to camera just absolutely trash me, which is, you know, in between stand up jokes. I think that's the best.
3: It's great. Yeah. And it is. You're right. I mean, the, the idea of moving it, always doing something a little more. Yeah. Um and you released it as an audio also, right? Or no? I
1: did. So I was hoping, you know, and I think it did push people towards the full hour because because the stand up on the on the special was only 32 minutes. I think I had like 59 or something like that on the album. So I had 27, 28 new minute, you know, a half hour of extra material that people have never heard. Onto the, on the record. So I was hoping that the special would act as almost like a business card. And then I would start rolling out the individual clips that would also act as like, you know, bring attention to both the audio and the visual. And it's like, it's all just a constant onslaught of fucking content. And it's, you know, nauseating to have to think that we are now marketers. But I mean, it, you, you got to position yourself, you know. But if, if
3: you're writing new material all the time, like it's yeah. better than I, I I know people, I want to say 10 years older than us, maybe 15 Sure. who are spend 10 years waiting for someone to give them, they have the material, they have like yeah. the, the hour and they're waiting for someone to give them a special or like, I don't want to be on Amazon. I want to be on Netflix or whatever right. it might be and waiting. And I tend to go think the other route, which is when it's ready, just do it. And that's why I want to talk to you. That's why I loved what you did.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I also don't, I don't know if, if there's a market, for any network to pick me up at the moment. So what I was hoping for is that this would create the market, is that this would show people that, you know, I'm a really strong stand-up. I'm also a pretty uh, decent writer in terms of full projects because the whole thing you know, it's, it's like, it plays like a movie almost. It's ridiculous. And I wrote the beginning, the opening sketch, the whole story. I got the ideas for the interstitials. I helped with the editing process. Like I was hands on the entire thing. So I wanted to show that I could also produce like, you know, some really high quality shit as well.
3: Yeah, it's great. And the other thing is everyone is now like, didn't Hannibal just release straight to YouTube
1: yeah, he did. Like, yeah, everyone's
3: my. just taking their hours, skipping everybody. I and mean, be like, here's... You, yeah, just putting it on YouTube, you know? I mean,
1: you know, it, people are... It, people understand man. You know, somebody like Hannibal, I'm sure he can make a lot of money from the ad money, and also he's going to make, you know, make it all back on touring, and people are going to rediscover him, and people that, you know, whatever. It's just an easy access to his material. So I, can, I only think it's going to help him.
3: Yeah, but I... Yeah, all yes. And also, like... To everyone, it's the same. If yours, right. it, as long as it looks good, which yours looks awesome, mm. then yours is yours looks awesome on YouTube. Someone who could, who should, whatever, might have done the last one on Netflix and now is doing it on YouTube, it looks like the same
1: thing. Yeah, totally. So like because at that point he probably has a relationship with the same production company. So he's basically doing a Netflix special for YouTube. It's yeah. the same, it's the same exact shit. He did it at a theater. I think like it looks unreal.
3: Is it? Yeah. yeah I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Well, I just heard about it. So yeah. cool, man. How do people watch, uh, your special and how do they get, how do they get, uh, your album?
1: So it's uh youtube.com slash Mike cannon comedy. The special is called life begins. If you also search Mike cannon life begins, that'll come up. Uh, on social media, I'm at I am Mike Cannon, and there I have that link tree thing. There's links to both the visual special as well as the full hour audio streaming, uh, as well.
3: Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for doing it, man. Uh, um, hey,
2: one quick who's gonna have the first special in a parking lot? That's what I want to know over here. Who's gonna <laughs> oh, be the, who's gonna be the brave comic who does that? They're
1: doing that. Comedy Dynamics <laughs> is doing uh, that. Are they? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like they're fucking filming like four specials or something like that yeah, outside.
2: I and didn't I think, get a call. These sons of there's bitches. Turner, come on. many Dynamics think, put I think, out my uh, album,
1: these <laughs> bastards. I think uh, Burt Kreischer is also doing a tour, so he's probably filming and going to release some shit for that, too, I would assume.
3: I, I guess some, yeah. somebody's got to get... The, it's, it's, it's like a race to do all the Corona jokes. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Who's going to be the voice? Who's gonna <laughs> and so it? then you can say everyone's Forever. story material. Yeah, right exactly. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for doing it, man. I will I see you back in New York City. Yes, sir. Thank you both for having me. Yeah, of course. All right, Cap. Let's get Let's to, get the, to the, uh, the get to the news. All right, play the music. Back, Mike Cannon, everybody! What a dude! What, a, yeah, that was great.
2: He's, uh, I love anybody who's supporting the Queen's economy, like he is, making it happen.
3: Queens, New York, not the <laughs> Queen of England, whatever,
2: right? No, anti those people. Actually. She
3: loves outdoor comedy. I heard she's a big fan. You're right it, Buckingham I, Palace I bet they're doing social distance stand up comedy shows right now but that's neither here nor there let's get to the news Kaplan First yeah, new story got? of the week comes from today.com what a website name
2: I think it's like today show today's today show though. Oh
3: I thought it, I've been like <laughs> these people nailed it Somebody back in like the early internet days copyright that is bought today They're like today.com. I'll take that. What a genius. I knew a guy, Randy hedges. Uh, we knew, knew him as wispy mustache back in China and he had a lot of issues, but he was a, like a 60 year old English teacher and his website. I mean, his email address was Randy at yahoo.com. Oh, genius. And I was like, that guy got it early. He got it early. early First news story comes from today.com Alabama students Hold at University of Alabama students hold COVID-19 parties with prize for first person to get coronavirus. How about that? That's that's you know
2: these kids today they're Harvard slowly, of the South
3: it, they call it down Harvard there. Harvard of the South.
2: Well they're all trying to get it now because they want to they they're probably going to be back on campus. Like they're actually going to have college probably in the fall because it's Alabama so they want to get it out, get it out of the way, and get back get back to life. No,
3: yeah, I guess it's Har- so. It's not about it. Yeah, these Harvards, uh, those dirtbags. They're not. Harvard's canceled Ugh. all classes, but making everyone pay full price. They're just, they're essentially sitting on Zoom. And then have yeah. to pay full, have to pay sixty grand a year, whatever. Yeah, it might why be. can't
2: you just let anybody into college? Like, why is there an acceptance rate? If
3: you think about it, once you get to the online stage, just like open it up. Well, Especially if you're still allowed just to charge sixty, whatever. However, was it goes. Was not Columbia's eighty thousand dollars a year yeah. now to go? Yeah, there? but you're paying for the
2: name. It's just so you can put it in the resume. So that's what you get. You get the Harvard Zoom name. But uh, I but mean, yeah.
3: Harvard at this point, it's like go to junior college for a semester, a year, you know, and then transfer into wherever. If, if I'm going to Harvard and I'm paying 80 grand, I need to put it needs to be in my contract that I get into the zo- the skull and bone Zoom parties. <laughs> I need <laughs> do to do be skull and bone Zoom version in the secret <laughs> society. Yes, I need at least a cabinet position when I get out of college. That's what I need. But I don't know, down in Alabama, listen, yeah. I mean, whatever, do what you want. It's obviously well, it's like, not you know, a great like, it's idea, like those but...
2: measles parties they used to do when, like, this is basically very primitive. Didn't they used to do that, like, in our parents' generation, where you just, like, I don't know, or are they still do that? People just have measles parties who don't believe in vaccines, where they just, like, throw everyone together and.
3: Probably. Thing, it's, I, it's, I they... mean, here's the thing what's the difference between this, uh, these Alabama students whole, sitting having a party where they all get Corona and uh, what the NBA is about to do in Orlando? To me, well, it feels I, like the exact
2: same thing. <laughs> I don't think so because I, they're trying, the NBA players, uh, the NBA is trying not to get it. Yeah, but how, how
3: hard it. are they trying? These guys are all rubbing up against each other for uh, yeah, but 48 they're bubbled minutes. off. This is the other way around. This is like,
2: we are going to, to uh, you're saying like the first one, like I wonder what the prize is. Actually, that's the thing. This is this prize. What you what do you think is a good prize? Like a ventilator, Kaplan, or? Kaplan.
3: Let me let me put this a different way. You know how they always say that the the the, the Republicans and the Democrats, the main difference is that the 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 Democrats screw you and the Republicans screw you, but they tell you they're going to screw you. Right. That's the only difference between these students in the, the, the NBA is that these kids tell you they're trying to get Corona and the NBA tells you they're trying to play basketball for the entertainment. Well, meanwhile, they're just trying to make a bunch of money. And you know what, corona. you know, who's
2: the big winner is if you go to a party,
3: like, you know, every time you have a theme party,
2: you got to think ahead. If you're a guy who has trouble hooking up, you can this is the best party. You go to a party, you go up to a girl, well, definitely no one's wearing
3: condoms, right?
2: Right, but no, you just go, she's hesitant about making out with you, and you say, Look, you wanna be the first person you get COVID? I got COVID. True. I'm not gonna tell, I'm not gonna tell anybody, I already have it. You I have it now. Win the trophy. And then, then you win. She makes out with you. You even if you don't have it, what are you you're gonna get me too'd for that? Like that's <laughs> <laughs> she's already at fault. There's no <laughs> you can't get a problem for lying. It's like we're not like lying about job or anything. It's the same, it's a new generation's uh you know, uh, uh, lying about a bank account. Uh, I'm just yeah,
3: excited so. that now uh, we get to bl- blame stuff like blame the younger generation. The, the millennials are now like the, we're out. The millennials are oh, no the longer zoomers. the yeah. they're no longer the scapegoats for everything. It's now the no zoomers. longer the punching bags anymore.
2: It's the zoomers. They're exactly. the real problems. There's been videos. I don't know. Did you see that? Video of like Fire Island that went around. That's the thing. Like people look down on like Alabama, but we should be. Equal oh, all the gay guys on Fire Island. All these yeah. gay zoomers are like <laughs> partying. I mean, I think they were young gay guys. So that's why I'm calling them zoomers. Maybe the gay like, zoomers it, are out there. And they're man. all on Fire Island, like at a party. Like there are problem. No masks. Everyone's super close to each other. Yeah. Not so only
3: it's, that, it's, but there's guys posting. There's these gay zoomers posting that they they're bragging <laughs> that they have coronavirus. <laughs> they went to a gay zoomer themed party, <laughs> like a a, par- a, th- a COVID nineteen themed party. The this thing. one you guy's posting. He goes, I got rid of it. I, I got it a week ago, but I'm feeling better today. So now I'm at this party. And then and then like an hour later, he's posting like, oh, no, Corona's coming back. But he's still at the party. He's dancing around. Oh, my God. It's gay Next story. <laughs> WFMZ Allentown. Our w- favorite you have radio. to say it properly. WFMZ. WFMZ. <laughs> Machete wielding man charged after threatening neighbors to stop fireworks, the police say. <sighs> now, this man's a hero. What do you think? This man? is who I this
2: is what I, I didn't. I was trying to figure out this whole time what to do. Right. And to get it, to make it stop. And I never thought of a machete to make the so, fireworks stop. Yeah. To make the fireworks stop. I go down. Cause it's like, everyone's like, nobody wants to actually go down in New York city and confront anybody. Cause it's like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Right. Not but currently. Maybe a, no, but if I had a machete, it'd be a good idea. I'd probably demand some respect. No, there's a lot of good ideas. If you have a machete. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So that's, that's a great, I mean, that's a great way to solve it because it was, it's a problem going on all over the place. Now, I don't know about you, but we're recording this day after 4th of July or two days after. We had a great – I had a great night of sleep last night. There was no fireworks. It was like – Oh, really? It was as if – I don't want to get carried away because fireworks are already going on again tonight here, Monday night. But it was as if like someone's been on a – you know, when you go on like a real party bender, like you've been just partying every night. And then like 4th of July was like – it was like if you lead up to like you're at spring break and that's the last night of spring break. And you're like, I'm going out all night. I don't I'm kids that were going insane. Yes. Like they were at six in the morning still. Like I think it's still light out now. Like they're lighting on fireworks at 6 a.m. It was unreal. When we went on 4th of July. But uh, the good news is they wore themselves out. I think you get t- everyone's got to sleep. Everyone needs the rest. Right? At some Everyone point. Needs yeah. So the firework guys did were did take off last night. It was very I had a great night sleep. Pancakes was having the shakes because she didn't have any uh, any of her doggy Valium last night. I think she was sure. Like, Where's my Valium? So, uh, but, so I didn't need the machete, um, but I, I should, where can I get a machete?
3: Well, for, Cap, I, I don't it. know, but here's the thing. You know, what's interesting is you say that fireworks have finally died down in New York city. I just saw our good friend, Larry, the cable guy posted. He's now complaining about hearing them in Nebraska. It's just the new COVID. It really so is. It's, 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 it's exponentially... moving from the big cities <laughs> to the
2: smaller towns. Wait, do you think like, it'll be the same thing where New York in August will we'll be, will be, I'll be sleeping all night. And then in like all those places that laughed at us are going to be blowing up.
3: I think not- so. Yeah, because he said he goes Fourth of July, fine. Fifth of July, whatever. You got a couple left. He goes by the sixth, the sixth of July through August first. Now you need to go to jail or something like that. I don't know what he said. Yeah, but he's on your uh, side. He's joining the party. And I think, did you watch? By the way, the uh, TV fireworks, I, the real ones. On just to finish, I think you and him uh, would make a great ticket. That's the ticket for the
2: people. Kaplan, That's the national ticket.
3: Kaplan and, and Larry, the cable guy for the new. Then let's go national with this party. Who cares about city council? We could be the new Kanye West. We get yes. To the, the
2: presidential race.
3: Larry, the cable guy's putting his hat in the <laughs> ring. Yeah, but how's
2: the fireworks that down there in Virginia? Is it
3: uh, not not, not it? a whisper of them? We had great ones on 4th of July, but none before, none after. And uh now I'm making my way back. Last story of the week. Let's get to this. Cap Bloomberg, our good friend, old Mike Bloomberg and his company, says. Uh, good old Bloomberg. China confirms case of bubonic plague in Inner Mongolia. Now, here's what I think. <laughs> First of all there's a lot of things here first of all the bubonic plague is probably a little bit... you know, that's been around for what? Since the... I mean, I think it's also called the century, Black... I believe. Yeah, so. since, you know, long... But the knights of the round table and the square table, any kind of table, the, any way back tables. It's been around... I mean, you know, it's been so... Jews were being blamed for that, like 600, 700 Blamed for that. And it's, so what I <laughs> people think... People forgot about. They, people forget how many things they, they blamed them yeah. for. And um, so anyway, I think that the, the bubonic plate, much like, you know, Michael Jordan, he decided that uh, all... <laughs> LeBron James, he was getting all this. Oh, maybe LeBron's the best player in the world. Yeah. What's, Coronavirus is it's debate. It's least debatable. That's what people were saying. And Jordan said, it is not debatable. I'm going to release the last dance. You're going to see my entire career while you're all in quarantine. He might've caused the quarantine. Who knows? Just so he could get everyone to watch. And, uh, and then that's no longer a debate. Everyone now knows. So oh, no, wait. So, so you're saying last. is the is the bubonic plague, the last dance
2: of plagues like it's, yes. it's the great it's it's just the, it's the, it's the indisputable go of plagues. it came back to tell us who's boss yeah it is the plague like whenever you talk about plagues in history like i keep learning about new like time periods like in the 16th this corona century nothing. it's got nothing on the black plague on the yeah Rubani but i'm reading plague. about you read about all these there's a lot of great ones a lot of oscar robertson plagues and connie hawkins of plagues and but there's only one Daryl Dawkins. <laughs> who's the Clyde Drexler of? Was there like a
3: rival plague? The bubonic plague just crushed? Just I the- have no idea. I mean, it's not <laughs> Corona's nowhere. Yeah, co- sure. Corona's bigger than swine like, flu. Than
2: the- Corona's like LeBron. It does, It's got a lot. It doesn't have the killer instinct that the bubonic
3: plague had. It not. So it doesn't it, have it. It doesn't talk trash. It doesn't play. Yeah. <laughs> so the bubonic's back, and it's back yeah. in a big way, and it's ready yeah. to tell everyone who's boss. And frankly, we probably need to make use of the Great Wall again, right? And why do original. I say that? Not to keep out China. China's doing fine. Inner Mongolia. That's where it's coming from this time. Well, why did they build the Great Wall to keep out the Mongolians? So they were on top of this. They were trying to keep out Genghis Khan in the first place. So, yeah, they did this a long time ago. And I think this is like, hey, China, build that thing tall. What is it? 20 feet tall now. Let's put nets up. Let's make it 100 feet. (laughs) Do whatever you got to do. Are there any people who go over that wall? Historically, I've been over (laughs) the wall. I mean, climbed
2: over it like to break in.
3: I remember, oh, to break in. No, I like, remember once, What's yeah. um, who's the who's the uh, 1980s magician guy? What was his name? Copperfield. David Copperfield. David Copperfield. I remember he went through it one time. It was like mm. a TV special. He walks through the Great Wall. But no, I believe, well, here's the problem with the Great Wall, is it it, it, went, it was over 2,000 years long, and China's very proud of this. And they always tell you on the tours, they go, ooh, it stretches for over 2,000 miles, and it took over 2,000 years to build. Like, that's... Like, and I'm going, it's a mile a year, you know? Yeah. So if you're Genghis (laughs) Khan, you're going, well, let's just go a mile down the road. It's not done yet. You know? So So you're saying you you can
2: get around it. You can always go
3: around. You have 2000 years to adjust. Yeah. Each time it's just an extra mile. So they didn't build it fast enough. I
2: think that the president, she, or whoever, if we're to play, you just got to do the Trump thing. Just go. It's going to go away. It's not. It's the bubonic plague. It's been around for what? Proof like say. magic. What? It'll, what is does the who say? What does the WHO say about it? It's. It's not that bad. It, it's. Do we have any evidence you can? You tra- it can. It's. It's contagious. Don't we know. don't know
3: if it's contagious. There's so much we don't.
2: We don't know anything about it. And I know for a fact that masks don't
3: help. Masks don't plague. help. Yeah, and so. by summertime, listen, the the heat will kill it. <laughs> it'll be gone maybe maybe vodka and
2: uh i'd be excited though if i joked about earlier but if they if the bubono click picks up a little bit and they start blaming they find some people find a way to blame the jews like they blamed us for the, the original <laughs> that would be cool that's like old school that's you like, like old that? school. yeah i'm sick of all this news we're getting blamed for things that are ridiculous so i would like to get you know go back to the roots so there you go.
3: All right. Well, that's it. That's the episode, Cap. Uh, you can yep. uh, check Those out rats. Mike Cannon. Check out his special, Light Begins. It's great. It's free. It's on YouTube. You guys are going to love it. And uh, check me and out. Check Get us my, While you're on YouTube, check us out. Check out Lost in America on YouTube. Get my album, Turner Sparks, Live from the Friars Club. Uh, I haven't talked about this yet, but, but Unsolved Mysteries, Cap. It's number one. It's trending right now on Netflix. Go ahead and check out my bit on unsolved mysteries i recorded in september of last year a little i knew oh, wow. what was coming how about that i need to make that go viral make it go viral that's it cap from uh, let's see what should we do
2: right randy Kaplan just stormed into the studio and she's telling me i should tell everyone i'm going to get lost
3: get lost <laughs>